525,600 minutes How do you measure, measure a year? In daylights, in sunsets, in midnights, in cups of coffee In inches, in miles, in laughter, in strife In discussion podcast everybody thank you for sticking around for our lovely rendition of rent we're here all night my name is tim blay across uh, from me uh, is the lovely and beautiful tom zalatni mm-hmm. and sitting in for simon this week we have a special guest angie oh, you pl- introduce introduce yourself tell i'm us something angie about you. and playo hello hi why don't you tell us what you're about well, first, I'd like to apologize for my mess up uh, just a few seconds prior. Well, that's okay. I would like to apologize for the approximately 400 chords that I played wrong. Over the <laughs> of that. I don't know if you could hear the guitar or not. You could, yeah. Yeah? Cool. Okay, cool. Tom, on the other hand, was flawless. Mm, As girl. usual. <laughs> you know it. Mm, woke up like this. Mm-hmm. Oh. So what do you do, Angie? What's your life? Um, I am a nursing student at McGill. 
I stab people for a living. Yes. Oh, wow. Like, yeah. wait, so you, just being a student doesn't pay the bills. So you've got another job where you stab people? Oh, no. It's just that I'm learning how to stab people so that when I do get a job as an RN, I will be stabbing people for a living. Okay. Yeah. That's good. It's really fun. I love taking people's blood, actually. That's something that has like wide applications for sure. Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Like if you... Get, if you get out of the medical field, you could go into the anti-medical field. <laughs> so you can you can create your own, especially if you moonlight. Well, I guess nursing is a lot of moonlighting. But if you yeah. daylight, then you can create your own clientele, right? You stab yeah. them and then you stab them again. <laughs> That's true. You'd have to wear a mask for the initial stabbing so that when you go heal them after, they don't know it's you. But I she can... has to wear a mask for the healing stabbing too sometimes, That's don't you? true. Mm, otherwise, you're going to eat their blood and that's gross. Yeah. yeah. Do you ever get really thirsty when you're stabbing people and taking their blood? No. No? No. <laughs> Do you ever just like drink a little blood by accident? Ew. No, I, I'm afraid to get like hepatitis or something. I mean, you can drink your own blood. That's yeah. true. I do that when I get cuts. Mm-hmm. It's true. Like, I don't know, it happens because I, I tend to like compulsively chew my cheek. Mm-hmm. Does that happen to you guys? I do that by accident. I yeah. don't compulsively do okay. it. Okay. I don't know. It's one of those things. Like I, I have a lot of things, especially when I'm working really hard. Mm-hmm. I'll be like either gnawing on like the inside of my cheek or on my thumb. So I have this really strong callus on my thumb right now. <laughs> I've never had a callus here before because this is something that's just developed over the past couple months where Weird. while I'm working... And like doing video stuff with my right hand and my mouse, my left hand is just like this all the time. Oh no, it's a, I it's wish a bad habit. People could see that at home. Uh, they, they can imagine, they can hear this, and imagine there's a thumb there. You mm. know, though, whenever I take blood, I was trying to practice finding veins on myself, and I give props to heroin addicts because it's hard to oh, put a is. tourniquet around your own arm. Hmm. Uh, like, <clears throat> good for them, I guess. <laughs> yeah, not only that, but it's you know. They, they get really, really good at finding their own veins, actually, yeah. because like, as they as they use the big ones, more and more of them collapse. Yeah, um, and so they have to keep finding like smaller and smaller veins in weirder and weirder places. True. Wow. Well, um, are there any stories of like, like recovered heroin addicts becoming just ridiculously good at medicine, <laughs> like becoming the best nurses ever? <laughs> yeah, like, I wouldn't be surprised actually. Yeah, like I would watch that movie. <laughs> I feel like I feel like that's gotta become a movie. If it mm. isn't already. Yeah, like he, he gets rehabilitated and then becomes a, a nurse and like saves some lives and stuff. I know doctors that have become psychopaths, but that's like the reverse. <laughs> that's a little bit opposite. Yeah, that's like the Benjamin Button of the movie I'm talking about. <laughs> I mean, there, there's the plot of House, which is a little like that, only also reversed. That's true. <laughs> House I was is thinking a drug more addict. Hannibal, but that works too. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant like you knew actual doctors who would be. Oh, that psychopath. too. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that's crazy. I guess yeah, it's a high stress environment. Yeah. I mean, but see a but lot do of crazy you, stuff. Do you become a psychopath or are no, you a psychopath you, that eventually gets been, discovered? Yeah, you would be a psychopath. Like a ten, There's a study that psychopaths tend to be surgeons and lawyers. Mm. So, mm. yeah. And they're mm. very, like, good at their jobs because psychopaths are very, like, zero empathy. Right. So they're very good at, like, just doing what they need to do. Right, right. So, like, I gotta cut this. It might kill the guy. Who cares? Let's do it. Wow. Yeah. Right. But... Mm. But nurses are like the least likely to be psychopaths. So don't worry, guys, I won't kill you tonight. Right. Because like where surgeons like, you know, you're you're doing something physical on a body that's basically just a body. A nurse is usually like their job is really to care for the patient. Yeah. Right. Or at least that's part of your job. Yeah. Yeah. 
I, I was watching a surgery like a couple weeks ago with my clinical group and it was a brain surgery and they literally put the patient under like a whole like a tent of blankets so like you couldn't even tell it was a person you just saw like a little part of their head right huh interesting yeah was the was the patient like sedated oh yeah 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 they had okay. to like put her out and stuff because they're going into her brain too. Yeah, but usually, like when I know when they used to do brain surgery, they wouldn't put you under. Some mm. some of them because they want to make sure that you can still do some functions. Right. Yeah, so like if they if they cut a piece out of your brain, they want to like test first that you're not losing anything bad. Yeah, or like they do something wrong. So it's a good. You know, your brain has no pain sensors in it at all. Mm. If you cut into it, you won't notice. You'll just start doing everything. So that's like right. that's how uh, Wilder Penfield. Um, a, Canadian guy actually. Is that the guy Dr. Penfield is named after? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's how cool. it's how he he discovered how my, my sister was just telling me about this. Um he discovered where different like motor regions and like sensory regions are in the brain because he kept working on like severe epileptic patients where they would need to like cut bits out of their brain um or like sever certain connections to like stop their seizures. Um mm. so he would like you know, open up their skull and keep them awake. I'm just like poke around and be like, okay, what do you feel now? What do you feel now? Until he came to a spot that was like a problem spot. And then he would remove that. But from that, he discovered this entire like, yeah, the the entire map of the brain pretty much. That's awesome. (laughs) That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I was just thinking about, uh, yeah, like I think they do still sometimes keep you like conscious during Mm -hmm. brain surgery. Because I know uh, like Charles Trippi famously like vlogged himself going through brain surgery. Really? Yeah, I think mm. to like remove a tumor or something. That's wow. so weird. Yeah. That's Have you trippy. guys heard of the movie Awake? No. It no. It's a movie I've heard of the movie with... Sleepless in Seattle. That That's similar? different. <laughs> Very different. <laughs> Although, that person is also awake. <laughs> What's uh, What is Awake? Awake is a horror film. Oh. Starring... And Sleepless in Seattle isn't? Come on. <laughs> hey. <laughs> um... Yeah, so it it stars Hayden Christensen and Jessica Alba. Oh, and dear. Hay- Hayden Christensen's character needs to be put under for some sort of surgery. And then somehow he has an out-of-body experience the whole time and he realizes that Jessica Alba, his like girlfriend or something, is conspiring with the surgeon to kill him. Whoa. So, Lovely. Wow. Like, yeah, they're planning on poisoning him like while he was under. And mm. like steal his organs or something. That's crazy. It sounds yeah. like a less feel good version of Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. I don't know what that is. It's a very good movie. I would recommend that movie. What is it? It's a it's Jim Carrey, but it's a it's like a serious Jim Carrey role, and Jim mm-hmm. Carrey is actually a very good actor. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a uh, Jim Carrey and shoot the girl from Titanic. I'm why am I blanking Kate on her Winslet? name? Kate Winslet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Leonardo a- DiCaprio. <laughs> <laughs> shade um they decide that like they have a really traumatic breakup mm-hmm. and it's it's like a science fiction kind of like like near science fiction kind of thing where people have invented um or like this this random little shop nearby has invented a technique to like erase another person from your memory that's awful <clears throat> so they they go into they go into your house during the night after having like mapped out your brain where all the different regions where you remember the person are. And then they erase that person piece by piece. And when you wake up in the morning, you have no idea that that person existed. That sounds so, so sad. But So they break up and she's really impulsive and she just does this and doesn't tell him. And then like he's just very confused and goes on this sort of like 
first of all, just figuring out what the heck happened and why all of a sudden she doesn't know who he is. And then in revenge, he decides to do it back to her. Oh. Um, but so most of the movie actually takes place during the night in his head uh-huh. as he's like dreaming all these things and simultaneously having them erased. Whoa. Um, and it's this sort of like backtracking through the relationship from like the most traumatic recent memories to like remembering what was really good and beautiful about it. Did she um, erase up like up until everything was gone or did she just stop when all the good things were? Yeah, yeah. So, so she are. they when they erase it, they, they erase it totally. So you oh, have no okay. idea who that person is. How did um, he know that she did it that and he would want to do revenge then? Uh, watch the movie. Anyways, it's what's it's it called? <laughs> Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Okay. It's one of my favorite movies, actually. <clears throat> Interesting. I would recommend it. Have you guys have have either of you ever been like put under in like a serious capacity? No. I'm not talking just like local anesthetic, but like Mm-mm. aside from like going to sleep every night. No. <laughs> yeah. Um, you don't go to sleep every night. I'm fine. Every, every <laughs> roughly 24 hour period. 28 hours <laughs> for a like large chunk of your life. 36 hours. <laughs> but I make up for it by sleeping longer. That's true. So you count hours per year that i sleep <laughs> probably, probably the right amount probably the right amount it's just like two hour chunk four hour chunk 12 hour chunk i don't think sleep works like that <laughs> well, i'll tell that to my brain uh no oh, i i haven't i've had i've been locally anesthetized <clears throat> right right but that's different game, but no uh, you have get you? a tooth pulled or whatever and they yeah. freeze the area that's fun no i don't think i have i remember being kind of freaked you out. Have. well that, i mean that's it like if i ever did it was as a kid and i don't uh, remember but like i remember there's an episode of rugrats Oh. Okay. Where I think the neighbor girl Susie goes under uh, for like a I think a wisdom tooth or something, uh-huh. uh, and the whole episode is just a dream where she's been put in like Alice in Wonderland. Oh, <laughs> or no, um, the not Alice in Wonderland, um, just Wonderland because she's not Alice. No, the other one. I always mix them up. The Looking Glass one. Willy, no, no. Uh, not Charlie Willy Wonka. The what the heck am I? Narnia. I feel really stupid for not remembering. Lord anymore. of the Rings. Um. Follow the, the yellow brick road. Oh, Wizard Oz. of Oz. Wizard of Oz. There okay. we go. Oh wow. my gosh, that's like that the precursor. Like... Well, like the t- go along with Wicked. I know. I Man. had like just the biggest brain fart just now. I'm sorry. <laughs> Man. Um, yeah. It's okay. I, remember... I didn't remember who Kate Winslet was. Yeah. Well, I remember I watched that it's Rugrats okay. I episode. Up seasons of love. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. I uh, exist. But yeah, I watched uh, <laughs> I watched that episode of Rugrats as a kid, and it kind of freaked me out about the idea of being put under because right. I was like, I don't mm-hmm. want to have like crazy traumatic dreams where I'm in the Wizard of Oz. That's so scary. Well, yeah. I mean, have you ever had tra- crazy traumatic dreams about the Wizard of Oz without being put under? No. Huh. Surprising. So, yeah. I didn't like Rugrats as a kid because everyone called me Angelica because oh, yeah. of that TV mm. show. Well, I was Tommy, oh. so at least you had hair. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was neither of those characters and didn't know that show, but I was Timmy the Tooth, which wasn't much better. What's Why were Timmy you the Timmy tooth? the Tooth? <laughs> because there was this show on TV called Timmy the Tooth, and it was this kid's show about, I mean, it was a guy in a gigantic tooth costume. That's but so crazy. He was named to his, and he went on these adventures and like solved mysteries or something. I don't know. Kids I never watched it. In the 70s. People called me Timmy the Tooth. That <laughs> sounds exactly me. like your life, though. Uh, except for the part where it wasn't the 70s. Whatever. <laughs> you old. Uh, yeah. 
Give me the juice. That was that was the main one. When I got to high school, it was universally Tame Tame from South Park. Okay, yeah, uh, that's fair. Which I also don't really know, but I knew that line. Yeah. yeah. Did you I, have cable in the woods when you were growing up? Um, yeah. <laughs> cable I mean, in the woods is my favorite movie. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking about horror. Um, we had yeah when we were don't get enough channel. <laughs> Our, excuse, our cable in the woods was called nature. <laughs> we went out and watched beavers and swallows and explored ravines. Oh, yeah. I'm sure and Tom, he's told Prance you how through he watches beavers. <laughs> Pranced through the forest while playing the flute. That was my sister. Um, oh, my goodness. No, we did. We had basic cable. It was mostly channels from France. Interesting. Weird. A lot of, yeah, a lot of Quebec basic cable is like France channels and then some Quebec channels and then... A, like PBS oh. and like a couple other things. So, that's, so you I, did have normal person TV. I mostly grew up on, on PBS. Like okay. That was yeah. what I, Bill Nye, the science guy, was like my show. Oh. And then uh, that makes sense. Wishbone, Kratz Creatures. Wishbone, damn. I wonder yeah. what that dog's up to. Don't Google that. He's, <laughs> <laughs> He's definitely dead. That was like a good 20 years ago. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, dear. Let's have a moment of silence for Wishbone. There we go. <laughs> What's the story, Wishbone? Speaking of 20 years and being old, when um, on the way up here, Tim and I were talking about how old we were, that my brother, he's in high school right now, and he was telling me the new lingo that the kids are using these days. The Wait, kids these days. How old are you? I'm 20. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so tw- this is how old I am, is that 20-year-olds are feeling old, yeah. right? <laughs> Well, I don't know new things that people are talking about. Like, my brother was talking about the dab. I had no idea what the dab was, and I kept on calling it the dub. Yeah. <laughs> the dub. Yeah, it's what you do after the step. Before the step. <laughs> dub, and then you step. It's actually the only right way to get wine out of a carpet or tablecloth. You right. have to dab. Dub. <laughs> dub. Um, yeah. I People keep asking me. There's there's this one commenter in my on my YouTube. Mm-hmm. Who every video he posts a comment that says you should dab in the next video. <laughs> and I'm like, why? Why? Why is this this one seemingly innocuous move? Like, why has this one developed a subculture? Do you know? I know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't even know what it was. It doesn't even seem like a dance. It's just like one thing. Yeah, it's just a one Tim, move thing. You should do a dab for the viewers right now. Do it. Yeah, live yeah. on live on cam recorder. Right, three, two, one. Bam! Oh, did you see that? It's never gonna happen again. Yeah. Oh, movie yeah. magic! Uh, you should. Uh, that next was time really you, good. Maybe maybe next time you do like a hip hop based parody. Um, yeah, but I'm. I, there's hip hop that I parody, and then there's hip hop where there are dabs, and I'm not sure if they cross over a lot. Yeah, I don't know. Tom can do it in the background, like he did in the Drake. I'll put on one. a. Can That's I just true. be a dabbing Birdman in the background <laughs> of your next video? I can, You can just dab, and I can loop it and like double you, so you, I have like a dab army in oh, back of me, perfectly synchronized, <laughs> like a North Korean dab. That's so weird. I want that more than I want most things in life. <laughs> really? Yeah. You don't want things very much, though. So I want a lot of things. Oh, yeah. What do you want? What do you I want, I just found out today that our new place. I was going to tell you about this later. Yeah. Uh, does not come with a washer, dryer, fridge, or stove. Oh dang! So now I have hmm. to figure out. We got to figure solutions. that out then. Yeah. I think my mom can get us at least half of that, and okay. we have like backup fridge and stove at the current office, but they're not great. So I might like we have a washer at yeah. my place that I think is ours we might be no it, um, no, no it might be that Wayne's. came with the place it might be wayne i remember yeah. yeah 
That's unfortunate. But yeah, we'll sort it out. It won't okay. Be who needs laundry? Me <laughs> desperately. You can ask some students who are leaving because they oh. sell a lot of things. True, that's true. true. Yeah, that's it. By by June, I'm sure we'll find something if we actually pay attention. Yeah. Yeah. And then for food, like you, know, you can eat raw food that doesn't spoil. Oh no, I need a stove, bro. Eat tuna and bread. That can be your life. Oh, you have you still have my uh, my toaster oven, eh? Yeah, I'm so excited. So. Oh, that's true. That's, that's your toaster oven. That's coming with you when you move. Don't well, let don't let Timely keep that. You, you send that de- over. Definitely. Our way. I mean, yeah. I wouldn't. I didn't think I was gonna get to keep that toaster oven because I was under the impression it was theirs. Nope. But since it's yours, unless yeah. they've purchased a new one since, but I, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think no, so. It's remained. Yeah. You should use a Bunsen burner. That doesn't sound as efficient as a stove. <laughs> just like carry around a propane tank and like <laughs> heat your toast and above uh, Bunsen burner. I do have a barbecue and there's two balconies on this place. It's That's basically true. the same thing. I could make yeah. like a sun oven maybe. <laughs> I did that in grade five. Yeah, yeah right. Wait, 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 wait. Explain this to me. How do you make a sun oven? You it's just like paper and then like plastic and then aluminum foil and like all you have to do is face it so the sun comes in and it heats up the aluminum foil and it kind of works like a toaster oven but like yeah very much less efficient you need it needs to be sunny yeah access to the sun or a lot of fiber optic cables Mm. (laughs) this is getting interesting that sounds kind of cool the other thing is if if you ever if you ever come come across an old projection tv lying on the sidewalk Mm -hmm. um, please let me know what is an old projection TV? They're like those super giant ones. Like they're not they're not heavy. They're not super heavy because they're, oh, yeah, they're yeah. like a projector inside. The, okay. But they're super giant and pretty obsolete. So a lot of like clubs and stuff are throwing them out and replacing them with like plasma screen or LCD or whatever you call it. Why mm-hmm. do you need um, one? Well, it's just that they have this gigantic lens inside. It's called the Fresnel lens. Hmm. Um, do you know what that is? It's like a, a flat. It's That's a flat the guy who wrote of, Happy, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, for now. <laughs> Um, he, when he wasn't producing, you know, brilliant hits and also some sexist ones, he, uh, invented this lens that's just, it's flat and it's like a corrugated thing. So it simulates what it would be like if it was a gigantic, like curved lens. Okay. It's just a flat sheet of like plastic with ridges. Fresnel made it out of glass because this is like 200 years ago. He's really old. Um, but (laughs) still kicking though. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So if... You can find one of those. Let me know because you can use like the the size of the one in a TV. You can use it to like melt pennies with sunlight and stuff. Oh. It's really fun. Cool. So, so Tom, mm. that like piano thing that is in front of me right now, mm-hmm. it says Thomas on it. Is that because that is your name and that is yours? No, I actually didn't notice that until like a couple of weeks after I bought it. Oh. Mm. Yeah. Tom has an organ in the corner of his room. Yeah, I've also got a oh, a, it's an, an organ. electric organ. Yeah. 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 It's so small. <laughs> Like that's, it is, yeah. that's why I didn't know it was an organ. Yeah. But it's twice the size because it's got two keyboards. I guess so. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, no, I, that was fun because I, I was looking to get like a keyboard or a piano or something uh-huh. uh, just to like have something to play around with. Uh, but I didn't have a huge budget and everything that I was finding was like cheap and crappy. Uh-huh. And then uh, a friend of mine was moving back to Toronto and wanted to get rid of this and he was selling it for like under my budget. And I was like, yeah. Nice. Was I he moving? I thought he just needed to make <clears throat> rent. Well, that too. <laughs> like he was moving and needed to pay rent and just couldn't take this with him because it was too big. So he was like, hey. Yeah. Well, yeah. it works out. Yeah. Now you have your name on it too. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Well, I mean, he had his name on it before it was his. True. True. But if you changed your last name to Californian 262, <laughs> then you would uh, you would have even more. Would you like to do that? 
I would. I mean, it would be like a lot more... Tommy Californian? Yeah, Tommy <laughs> Californian. be way better than Zalatni. No one knows how to pronounce Zalatni. Probably true. Where does Zalatni originate from? My family. Really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was just the name that they made up when they immigrated to <laughs> it's Hungary. so great. Yeah. <laughs> oh, goodness. Yeah. When they when they immigrated to Hungary? That's yeah. the name they came up with? Yeah, yeah. From Germany. Mm. Yeah. Because I think they were Zellner before. Zellner. That's a lot yeah. closer to the names in my mom's region of the world. Mm. Like my mom's last name is Zettel. Right. Um, and there's there's Zettels and Zettlers and lots of Zed names. Mm. But yeah. Yeah. Cool. Maybe yeah. you maybe you and my mom are actually maybe, related. That would be cool if we were like distantly related. We probably are. I mean, you go far back enough, right? Father yeah. Abraham had many sons. <laughs> and then Genghis Khan had many more. <laughs> Word. I often feel like I probably have some Genghis Khan blood in me. I mean, chances are about 2% that you do. I'll take those odds. So, you know, yeah. possible. What's the craziest blood that you have in your body? Blood? Like, I don't know. The white blood cells. Have you seen those things? What cray, they, cray. What do they do? What do white blood cells do? They fight infections. Yeah. They also, like, they, they attack things. They, like, they, like, roll along the walls inside your blood cells. They like they like stick to the wall and then as the current's and they going ooze along, through. yeah, they roll and then when they get to a point of infection, they like completely change their shape and they like squeeze through the blood cell wall, or the the blood vessel wall and into the tissue, oh. and then they go and they engulf things that are attacking you. Weird. Yeah. Kill them. Is that why infected areas get like pus? Yeah. Yeah. yeah those that like it's, pus is mostly just to build up white blood cells, right? Interesting. It's, it's dead white blood cells and the dead bacteria wait why are the white blood cells dead because they've been battling the bacteria oh my god do they sacrifice themselves yeah. <laughs> totally. that's so cool yeah, it's this yeah. war raging inside your infected thumb yep and Gross. it gets all inflamed and stuff so is that also like like pimples are basically the same thing no or? pimples are um clogged pores right that's how they start but then they there's like there's an infection in them because when you pop one, a little bit of, a little bit of blood I guess comes so, out. but it's like very small. Yeah. Oh, wait, I'm thinking of uh, blackheads and white. Yeah, like blackheads yeah. are the clogged pore and yeah, then like yeah. a pimple Pimple builds loves up the that. bacteria. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Back to your question about the blood, though. I am the same amount Spanish as I am Chinese, mm-hmm. and I am neither of those like ethnically. Like, Interesting. Yeah. I'm from the Philippines, but like both parents on either side, my dad's grandma, I mean, my dad's grand grandfather or great grandfather and my mom's great grandparents, they're my dad's on my dad's side was Chinese. My mom's side was Spanish. Interesting. Yeah. I I think that happens like because wasn't the Philippines colonized by Spain. Mm -hmm. So that, that that makes sense. Yeah. That's why I feel like I have a lot of Spanish blood in me. Because my family also acts like like mm. people from Spain. <laughs> Wait, so are you are you saying you have the same amount of that on both sides, but it's like a small amount, or are you entirely like Spanish and Chinese? Oh no, no, it's just okay. like a small amount. It's like one grandparent on of on their sides. Cool. So, That's cool though. Yeah, I have a lot of Spanish blood in me too. Really? I just I can't stop eating Spanish people. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh yeah, delicious. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's unfortunate. Mm. We're sorry for all the people we have offended so far on this podcast. <laughs> not for all the people we've eaten, though. We're not sorry about that. Tom's not sorry about that. I'm sorry on his behalf. 
I was about to say, if you said that you had Spanish blood in you, I was about to say that Tim looks more Hispanic than you do. Totally. That's true, I do. But as far as I can tell, it's just south of France, which probably means that there's some Spanish involved as well. Could be, uh... yeah. Um, but yeah. Why do you look different than the rest of your family? I don't look different from my dad. Have you, it's true, you yeah, yeah, I've seen dad. your dad. If you meet Tim's, if you like see a photo of Tim's family together, they make a lot of sense. It's yeah. really just if you put him next to like his sister or his mom that yeah. you're like, what? Yeah, because they're, they're just like pure German. Yeah. And yeah. then that's weird. Pureman even. Pureman. Pure <laughs> um, Aryan. Let's go with that. <laughs> um, yeah, that's it. Like your mom and your sister are super Aryan. Your dad looks like you, and then yeah. your brother looks like in he's, between. He's, he's the like, good. Like, yeah. like I'm glad that they had him first, mm-hmm. like because then they you get the first baby that it's like, oh yeah, like he, he looks like his dad, and he looks like his mom, yeah. and it's so great. And then you have all the weird splits. Yeah, where that's it's like it. how did, I don't understand. Yeah, like how I that happened. I knew your I knew you and your sister a lot longer than I knew your brother, and so like when I finally met your brother. You and your sister looked like siblings through him. Yeah. But prior to that, I was just like, I'm taking their word for it. They're related. Yeah. I just saw pictures at your house, or your parents' house. People so. often make a lot of sense when you see that when you meet their family, like mm-hmm. for various reasons. Like some of their, like sometimes it's like looks. Like for example, you know, you and your brother Angie are very, very related. Really? <laughs> like you just look the same, but oh. he's tall and male. Um. <laughs> I didn't think so. I didn't think that he looked like me, but maybe because I was comparing myself to my how I looked with my mother, mm. and I look more like her than okay, I look maybe. like Angelo. So. Uh, like I haven't met your parents, so maybe if I True. met your parents, then I would see the distinction between yeah. him and you. But like your brother looks more like you than anybody else I know. That's right? true. So, um, but off, like it's often people's like people's mannerisms. And mm-hmm. stuff as well. Like, yeah. Oh they my just make gosh. so much more sense when you meet their parents. Oh. Your sister acts like your mom so much. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even realize that. It's the way that they talk. It's like, it's You're so that the mom? same. <laughs> <laughs> She's probably, probably still listening. Yeah. We haven't sworn much yet. Yeah. Right, I think I've to... told her that, actually. My sister? No, your mom. Hmm. But Mary Jane reminds you of her. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Well, that's... I've. That's an interesting, like, like nature nurture question because, like, you can't really tell, right? Mm. Is it? Are you a similar personality, or did you just were you just raised by this person? It's both. Yeah. yeah. That was a big thing in first year. I've just come to the consensus that it's both. Right. Mm. Or at least you can you just say it's both, and you probably won't be able to tell the difference. Mm. Yeah. I think that's true with most things where like it's perceived as being one or the other. Is it like actually? No. Mm, you're both. You're both right, and <laughs> yeah. you're both wrong. <clears throat> that's true yeah, yeah politics man oh man did you guys do any pranks for the april fool this year no i was too afraid that if i did then people would get back at me but you just have to hide out until the day's over and then they're not allowed to get back at you isn't that the <laughs> unwritten rules oh i tim did a thing on facebook on april fool's day oh i've i've mine was not a I, I didn't do a prank i just made a suggestion oh no see my suggestion was that if you want to be sneaky on April Fool's Day, just go around being really nice to the people you love and giving them like genuine compliments and words of affirmation. And then they'll take it as some sort of elaborate prank and be terrified for the rest of the day. <laughs> and then you have like complete deniability because you were just being super nice. Right. Um, but and, it's like out of character. So it freaks them out. Yeah. That's fantastic. Tim yeah. started doing that and I got really confused. <laughs> Tim <laughs> didn't talk to me on April 1st. <laughs> <laughs> I was saving you. 
Why? What do you usually do stuff on April 1st? I don't really know. I'll usually post like a really blatantly obvious, silly Facebook status Uh, and not a whole lot else. mm. I got, uh, I got surprised, uh, surprised. I got fooled pretty well. Um, So like Thursday night, because Friday was April Fool's Mm -hmm. and Thursday night at like 7 or 8 p.m. I was at like a book study with uh, some people from church and we were talking about like theology things. And um, one of the guys is like, did you see that article that's going around? They found the Q source. Oh, nice. uh, Which is this like hypothetical first edition Bible, basically, of the New Testament. Yeah. Um, The Q material. Yeah. Like if they. Luke and Matthew were supposed to have cribbed from. Yeah. And like basically if they found it, it would be like the hugest discovery in like New Testament stuff in history. So um, this guy was like, yeah, apparently they found it. Like I saw this blog post posted earlier by like a pretty reputable like Christian author. Uh, And so the rest of us were like, oh, shit. So we like uh, we went on Google and tried desperately to find this article and we finally found it. And it was posted on a blog. And so like then that was the blog the guy was talking about. So we're like scrolling through and it's like, oh, this is exciting. And it says click here for to see like the the original post uh, with more details. And so I clicked on it and the page wouldn't wasn't working. It was saying there was a server error. Okay. And we're like, maybe it's so huge that it's crashed the servers. And then I, <laughs> no, the Q source would be like a fragment of a fragment. Yeah, that's it. I was like, it probably isn't that huge. What's actually going on? And then I noticed in the address bar that it was a New Zealand server. And I was like, it's already April Fool's Day in New Zealand. <laughs> oh, wow. That's sneaky. Yeah, yeah. Worldwide time zone fooling yeah. prior to the day. It was brilliant. That's good. So okay, that makes sense because you. Uh, I saw your Facebook post about the Q source, so you were aware by the time you oh, posted on Facebook. Well, that's that why I was... put a picture of Q from the Star Trek. <laughs> oh yeah, that's what I figured. Yeah, but I wasn't sure if it was just punning or legitimately fooled. No, it's yeah. like I'm not going to comment one way or the other because if Tom is fooled, I'll let him stay that way. No, but probably was, he is not. I was legitimately fooled until about five minutes after I was fooled, and then I figured it out, and I was like, okay, yeah. Mm. I made sure not to post anything on Facebook or Twitter until I knew for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I was, uh, I I used to be like, I was really into April Fool's Day when I lived with my family. Mm -hmm. Like that was my day to get up at about 6 p.m. And start causing mayhem. Six p.m. Uh, eight, six a.m. Sorry, I'm thinking my <laughs> Tim modern wakes up schedule. at six p.m. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's I'm what more I was used thinking. to saying that because I never wake up at six a.m. now. But yeah, so I used to like I would just spend like several hours before any of <laughs> the rest of my family was awake, like trying to do just like stupid, ridiculous things. Uh, like what did I would you do, do myself? So the I mean the classic thing that we would always try to do to each other that very rarely worked but when it did work was or was fantastic it's just the book on the door thing oh. so wait so if so like you if someone's door is slightly open usually you can prop up a book on top of their door like okay. against the wall so then as soon as they open the door the book falls on their head um, <laughs> right. and it it very like because we did this so often i think my brother got it, got me with it once when i was about 6 and i had never <laughs> heard of this and then i proceeded to try and do it every year Did it multiple work? times a day it very rarely worked but one year it worked very well on my brother like i'm just i think it was a school day and he like woke up super groggily and opened his door and this gigantic book fell on his head <laughs> oh, no. and he like my brother had a real temper no, 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 growing up he was he was the, he's like he's like me and my sister but if me and my sister actually got angry like i don't think he's a super angry person but just mary jane and i don't know how to get angry it's weird right so like compared to us he's more of a normal human being <laughs> so he came like charging down the stairs and i w- ran and hid as that was, was was my way 
Um, I think my worst, the worst thing that I did was that I shut off the water on my dad when he was in the shower. <laughs> Wait, just shut it off completely? Yeah, I went down to the basement where I knew where the, the water, <laughs> like the main water handle was and just like turned off the water for the wow. entire house. And apparently my dad let out a streak of French swear words, which was fun because <laughs> I didn't know my dad swore in French. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. No, I, uh, man, I have not had like a really good April Fool's prank pulled on me in a while. Mm. Except for the disappointing. Q source. Except the Q source. But that was more, you know. But they're so much better targeted. when they're personal. Yeah, right? that's it. It wasn't targeted at me. Yeah. It's too bad. Be, mm. you know, yeah. We still think of something. Yeah. We've got a year. <laughs> I uh did you see those uh so someone someone shared this with me I don't remember who but apparently there was a whole reddit thread of this uh in like the reddit comics subreddit mm-hmm. um where people on April Fool's Day were all posting the same comic but just drawn in their own styles Interesting. and it was the first panel was uh someone opening a door and saying hello the second panel was a bucket of water falling off the top of the door onto their head and the other person saying april fools the third panel was the wet guy being like that was extremely unoriginal and the fourth panel was the other guy going maybe i'm the fool (laughs) (laughs) it was awesome um and i think just somehow like i think a few people started this and then it like spread out and so there's just like thousands of different ones uh, it never changes it's the same comic it's the same comic but just you know everyone did it in their own art style mm. i was like that's a really good april fool's joke the fun well exercise done, at least that's so interesting yeah, yeah. i want to look that up now yeah, yeah. i thought it was kind of clever angie has uh, april fool's been part of your family tradition history or personal life not really i mean i guess i was just never smart enough to pull off an april fool's prank hmm Cause like I did April Fool like things to my brother the other days of the year. So. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. If you're usually just messing with people, then it's hard to like make that happen. Yeah, yeah. I mean like because then they'll be extra on alert on that particular day. Yeah, I feel like if you messed with them for the like whole year and then when it got on that day and you just did nothing to them, they, but they would be super paranoid like because they're expecting more yeah. than usual. Well, that's like what yeah. Tim did. Yeah. Yeah. Except I didn't actually do it. I wasn't actually nice to anybody except you on Thanks. that day. That's but, only because I commented. <laughs> yeah, because after posting that status, I went back and furiously worked on my video and did nothing else. But it was worth it. <laughs> Guys, it watch Tim's video. Yeah, watch my video that came out, well, a couple days ago by the time this thing goes up. Yeah. It's good. It's got some it's got some guests. It's yeah. Fun. How did you how did you find these girls? Um, so yeah, so the, <laughs> kind well, of a weird question. Well, I mean, it's very loaded. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I've got binders full of them. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Romney 2012. Oh, Is that goodness. that long ago? Yeah. Whoops. Four years, man. I'm showing my age. What's a dab again? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. And you just did the best ja- dab. You should have seen it. I it know. was amazing. Um, what were we talking about? Who yeah, well, the I mean, the, your video. the the uh, the sub the YouTube world is not that big, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, the YouTube science world is not incredibly huge. So, Physics Girl and I have been in contact for a while. I contacted her um, first of all a long when when was it? Well, we we like she followed me on Twitter and said, "Hey, I used to be in an acapella group. We should do a thing together." And I was like, "This is perfect. I have wanted." to do this mm-hmm. you know to find another science music person so that was great so the first thing we were going to do was a video that 
is now still in the works. Mm. Um, it was a project that I was working on for quite a bit of last year and ended up um, scrapping due to some unfortunate people right. involved in it. Yeah. Well, you you told that story at like yeah. a while back. Yeah. So yeah. she was going to be my my duet partner on that, mm-hmm. and then that when that got scrapped, we kind of put it on hold. Right. And so this video, which is uh, defining gravity, playing off of Wicked, um, I was going to do it with my sock puppets. <laughs> um, so people have been asking me to bring back Puppet Einstein ever since right. like Bohemian Gravity and. I actually, I went so far as to have our friend Noemi, who is wonderfully talented at sewing together puppets, um, make me a puppet Newton so that I could make this duet with both of them. Um, and then I started recording it and realized that I just didn't want to listen to those two puppets sing that whole song. <laughs> like it was, it's too, it's too like epic of a song. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is just gonna, uh, I don't like it. So then... I got frustrated and did about three different videos instead of that. But then I'd also been talking to Melinda because we had been on the same um, YouTube network back when I was on a YouTube network right? and didn't think that it was just a waste of time and money to be on one, Um, which now I do, but that's a conversation for another time. Mm -hmm. But we got talking through that and she, you know, so when I had this idea and I realized I needed two voices, I messaged both of them and said, Hey, what do you think? And then to their credit, they took it like way further than I thought they were going to. Right. Like I thought, okay, we'll like play this character, but you know, if you just want to like sing it and be yourself and then we'll put a little like, you know, like subtitle that's like, oh, this is Isaac Newton. Just like imagine this is Isaac Newton. Or right. Imagine this is Albert Einstein. Like go for that. That's fine. And then Melinda was the first person to send me back her footage and she had gone like the full Einstein mustache and like crazy white hair. And I was like, oh, this is going to be so much better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Um, So I just sent an image to Diana and I said, this is your competition, just so (laughs) you are aware. Um, And she responded by apparently going on eBay and looking for a lot of Newton costumes. And then I'm not sure if she actually purchased one or she just made it. But in any case. Now she apparently last week she was seen cosplaying Newton at a, like a YouTube festival. That's amazing. Um, so it was so good though. Like it was taken on a life of its own. I think yeah. that's one of my favorite videos of yours. Well, this is a video that I've been like it's been I've been wanting to do this video for a couple of years now. Yeah. When, how long have I been talking about um, defining gravity? Because since, I think since Bograv for sure. Yeah, I yeah. I was talking to you. It might have been. In a conversation, it was you and me and um, Angela Henderson, mm-hmm. I think, were in a cafe shortly after, or a diner or something. I think it might have it's been Belle, Belle Provence. Might have been oh, Belle Provence. it was the Belle Provence, yeah. Um, and she said I should do a Wicked mm-hmm. cover, and immediately that popped into my head. Yeah. I think that's when it... So ever since then, I've had that as an idea. Mm-hmm. Now, the, the weird thing, and this I found this out um, after releasing this video, um, someone tweeted me and said... And tweeted me and this other um, physicist songwriter named Helen Arney and said, hey, it looks like you guys had the same idea. Uh-oh. Um, so it turns out that Helen Arney has actually been touring a version of Defining Gravity since like April oh, no. last year. Okay. Um, she's totally cool. Like right. it's, it's a very, di- it's a different approach. Okay. Hers is like a live thing. And she like, she loves my version and actually sent me like a secret YouTube video of like the full 
show that they were touring was like, hey, here's like, let's compare notes nice. and maybe let's do something together. And like, this is totally cool. So I was like, okay, that's good. I don't feel yeah. terrible. There's no bad blood. <laughs> yeah. Cause I like, I usually, when I'm doing parodies, I'll, I'll try to search them to the best of my ability. Yeah. So I, of course, as soon as I thought of this, I put it into YouTube and nothing came up because mm. she doesn't have it out yet. They're saving it for their DVD release. Okay. <laughs> well, so, then, you know, you so who knows who blamed. thought of it first, given that, you know, the history of you published it, it first, but, though. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Well, that's cool. It's but, good that there was no, uh, yeah. Yeah. So no, no issues. It, as it as it turns out, maybe that's another person I can work with, and yeah. we're on good terms. You know Sweet. who else you should work with? Who? Charlie McDonald. Oh man, what's he doing these days? He's still science blogging? stuff. He's doing science really? stuff more often, and like films, like short films. Oh, okay. doesn't he have like a breakfast show now as well? I don't know. I, I don't think I remember he? that. Breakfast with Charlie. It was like him and another that. dude, uh, and I think it was produced by Hank Green or something. I have no idea. That's awesome. Hmm. You should, should reach work out though. With the Vlog Brothers too. Did you did you follow? Are you like a Charlie McDonald fan? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Did you I, watch him back in the day when mm-hmm. he was a, a baby? Yeah. <laughs> baby faced baby. Yeah. He's still I, kind of a baby faced baby, but he's an adult baby now. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> I only really discovered Charlie McDonald when he did that uh, that music video for Ben Folds. Hmm. Um, he did this this song called Saskia Hamilton, right. which I was. Is another Hamilton song I'm realizing, and maybe I should do a mashup. Um, oh boy, <laughs> <it> <laughs> um, but yeah, and then I followed him for a little while, but then he sort of it seems like he sort of took a break from YouTube mm-hmm. or like mm-hmm. he yeah. decided to take other like TV work and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, he kind of dropped off my radar, but yeah. well, he still did does fun science sometimes, yeah. So you okay. should just do something with him. Yeah. And I would love, I, I would love to get Hank on something, but like mm-hmm. the Green Brothers are so, yeah, they just do a really million busy. things. Yeah, you almost so. would feel guilty, like inviting yeah. him onto something. Like I would, I mean, given John's love for Hamilton, I would love to get him on a Hamilton parody video. But <laughs> I know that John has extreme anxiety about everything. Right. <laughs> So if I were to do that, I would I would probably email Hank and say, "Hey, here's the thing. If you or John question mark question mark question mark want to join me, please." Yeah. Um, and speaking of Hamilton, I I just finished rewatching all of How I Met Your Mother. Okay. And Lin Manuel Miranda is actually in like one of the last couple episodes. Oh, really? really? And it's like it's an episode where the whole thing is in like nursery rhyme format. Oh yeah, um, I remember. Because they're trying one. to keep a baby asleep. Okay. <laughs> by like rapping everything. And he like busts a rap at uh at Marshall like halfway through the episode that like blew my mind and I wasn't expecting <laughs> it. It was really great. Nice. He's also in a house episode. Yeah? Yeah. Like That's in, fun. It's it's kind of funny because it's what it's a house episode that some people see as like the episode where House jumped the shark and stopped being good. <laughs> um but um, it's this episode where House is in rehab for his severe pill addiction, mm-hmm. and he like Lin Manuel Miranda's like his his like you know rapping friend. He right. ends up like writing a rap song with. <laughs> That's awesome. Lin Manuel is also on the profile picture of Humans of New York. Really? Oh, really? Mm-hmm. That's cool. Mm-hmm. I yeah. didn't realize until my brother showed me. Hmm. Oh. I, I've also been watching House of Lies, which What's is that? Another, it's a sort of a comedy, but it's kind of a dark comedy. With uh, it's like Don, a funny House of Cards. No, it's about it's about marketing, uh, wow, marketing consultants. Funny and dark. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's it's like it's it is. Pu- yeah, puppy monkey baby. It just kind of shows you some like really like like 
dark sides of these characters who like have a job where basically they just lie to people and screw them over all the time. Mm-hmm. Fun. Uh, and it's Don Cheadle and Ben Schwartz and Kristen, uh, uh, Kristen Stewart? Bell. Oh, Kristen which, Bell. Which one is Anna? Yeah. That's Kristen, Kristen Bell. Bell. Yeah. Um, but actually, Leslie Odom Jr., who plays Aaron Burr, sir, mm-hmm. uh, is <laughs> in a couple episodes of that as well that I just watched the other night. And I was like, it's really fun seeing Aaron Burr, Princess Anna, and Don Cheadle in the same room. <laughs> <laughs> Don Cheadle's never been in a musical, has he? I don't think so. Correct Man. me if I'm wrong. But No, I, I, I haven't seen him. Uh, but maybe if they put Iron Man on Broadway. <laughs> is he an Iron Man? Yeah, he's the... the, the the war machine dude. Okay. He's the guy that basically takes Iron Man and makes him an American military guy. I haven't seen a superhero movie since the first Captain America. Man, I watch all the superhero movies because they're like, these days when I want to see a movie, it's I want to see a mindless movie. Like I don't want something that's going to make me think. Yeah. Right. And superhero movies are the answer <laughs> to that question. Did you watch Deadpool? I haven't because I'm also too cheap to go see movies. Uh. So I only watch them after they are on Netflix or something. Um, have you seen Jessica Jones? No, is it? I thought I didn't know it was released yet. I it was, it was... is. It's on Netflix. Okay. Yeah. No, I haven't. Have you? I've been wanting to watch it, but David Tennant's in it. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. So you should watch it. But apparently, like, everybody who's, like, watched it now has a very different picture of David Tennant in their heads. Well... Like, even different from him being simultaneously the doctor and the evil, twisted Harry Potter dude? Yeah, because Jessica Jones is, like, darker. Even darker than Harry Potter? Such <laughs> things cannot be. <laughs> Dumbledore died, okay? I just Tim, found some out... people haven't read the books yet. <laughs> I just found out Don Cheadle is in a movie that I think may have just come out recently. Um, no, it came um, out a year ago. Iron uh, Man Where he plays, he plays Miles Davis. Oh, really? So I don't know if that means he can sing, but apparently he can pretend to play the trumpet. That's so cool. That's a start. I mean, he can pretend to sing like Miles Davis, or I guess they do They do still lip sync those kinds of things, eh? Yeah. That's unfortunate. But I wouldn't be surprised if he can if he can sing a little. Oh. They got someone other than Jamie Foxx to play a jazz legend. That's yeah. cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Well, that's, I mean... Or maybe maybe eventually they'll make Hotel Rwanda the musical. And hey, then... Tom. Mm-hmm. Sorry, this is so random. That's but okay. Like, you have a lot of bookshelves, mm-hmm. and I was wondering, like, when you move, are you going to bring all of them? Yeah. Wow. Well, they're all filled with things, yeah. right? That's are a... you going to transport everything? Oh, I'm just going to get a truck. Okay. Yeah. And you yeah. don't even really have to empty them, right? Like, you just lay them down. Well, I'll, I'll box everything up. up. Yeah. But uh, last time I moved, I got a, uh, you know, those big trucks that like they use to like deliver U-Hauls? groceries. Oh, like I'm talking like a like a like a transport truck, like a transport truck, like a pedo van. No, 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 no. no. Like, <laughs> like, a, like 18 like a, wheeler. Kind yeah. Of thing. Like, a, oh, okay. I think this was only like a 14 or 12, but still like a lot of wheels. Um, like more yeah. wheels than you would want. Bigger than a U-Haul, though. Okay. Like that's the thing. It was like it's like a, you know, you see them like drive to grocery stores and like drop off like way too much produce i haven't seen that actually fair enough well we we got one of those it had the yeah yogurt thing on the side of it. so it's this big like neon pink truck we loaded everything into it at eight in the morning and we had everything unloaded at 10 o'clock oh my that's incredible how yeah. many people were working just me miller and uh gov gov wow just, just three of us and i mean the guy driving obviously mucho impresivo yeah wow. so are you, are you so you're gonna be doing that again this time i don't know i think we lost our contact 
uh, to get us a truck guy. So, mm. but it's also not going to be an urgent move because I'm moving to the new place a month before my current lease ends. Mm. Right. So I can like, you know, I could walk everything over if I wanted to. Apparently Tim hasn't seen it yet, but he trusts you enough to make the right decision. Yeah. yeah. I figure that you're more picky about spaces than I am. I am. Like <laughs> if things are functional, I'm fine with them. Yeah. Whereas you like, you like aesthetic stuff. I think you're going to like this place. Yeah. It's, it's a step up from... It's a step up from my place, which means it's a step up from your place. Several steps <laughs> up from my place. Yeah, um, yeah no, I'm, I'm actually going to try to get us a chance to go look at it sometime soon. That I would be measure, great fun. I want to measure stuff. Measure mm. stuff? Yeah, you know, just figure out space. Oh. oh. Like, so like we have to blow out any walls. or Yeah, exactly. Yeah. C- can you do that? In no. Your- <laughs> <laughs> probably not. But not as far as I know. We could probably build walls. We could, yeah, I don't know. Who knows? I wonder, like, what are you allowed to do as a tenant? How much can you rearrange? Like, I know you can paint stuff. You can paint stuff as long as you return it to white before you move. Oh, okay. uh, That's usually the deal. Unless whoever moves in is like, oh, I like that mural of various YouTube artists. (laughs) Can we make a mural? Can you do art, Tim? Um, We could do some bad art together. I can't really. (laughs) Visual drawing art, I'm pretty bad at. No, I've never particularly practiced it in my life like any type of like hand art like yeah painting and drawing no and... i'm very tracing the outline of your hand and <laughs> decorating it like a turkey after yeah i used I've, to I've, do that i've done that yes that that is the thing that my mother's preschool <laughs> did several times um are you do you do visual art yeah i do hmm, what sort of stuff i do a lot of um pencil sketches and recently i've been getting into painting and stuff so yeah interesting just trying to expand my horizons well is it the kind of thing that like you do you show it to people or do you keep Um, it like privately hidden away it depends on how proud of it i am (laughs) that's fair (laughs) yeah because sometimes i just practice things like one of the things i'm practicing right now is drawing faces and i still don't feel like it's good enough to show people faces are so tricky yeah they're really hard like if you mess up a little bit then it's like you mess up a lot yeah because people have such an exact like understanding of faces right yeah. it's the thing we're best at looking at yeah like we can like when you look at a gorilla say it looks like every gorilla mm-hmm. and when a gorilla looks at a human it looks like every human right but we see like that whole like every face is unique is something that only exists in the perception of human beings because we can see these tiny differences right well, except so. for some people who think all Asians look the same. Well, that's the other thing is that it's, it's based on exposure. True. Right? So if you've only ever seen one Asian person, then every other Asian person will look like them. That's true. It's the way that like that your brother looks exactly like you to me because he looks more like you than, any, anyone, that than anyone else I've ever needed to distinguish from you. Makes right? sense. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. But, but it's yeah, like, that makes faces awful. It's really weird, though, when you try to draw something because the way that you start out drawing something, it's like it looks wrong right. until mm-hmm. you keep on just going on and then it'll eventually look right. Totally. Oh, that's how you. OK, that's yeah. good to know. That's like, the way that I do most art. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah, if you, you should just keep going, because if it looks right from the beginning, chances are you're going to mess something up nearby. So then the right thing you're gonna have to erase anyway yeah. so that's it like i used to uh years ago uh do a lot of like cartoon stuff yeah uh and also like shading like i would do like sketch pencil drawings mm-hmm. of uh of like video game art 
So I'd take like 3D pictures and then like, you know, sketch them out, Mm -hmm. shade it and everything. And it was always like this moment where it went from looking like a very basic version of the thing that I was doing to like starting to actually look real. Yeah. I was like, this is great. Yeah. But but that's interesting that you touch on as like, like that iterative process of like having something start out bad and continually fixing it until it's not wrong anymore. And Mm -hmm. then like it's done Yeah, because I like, that's how I do. That's how I like write songs. That's Mm -hmm. how I mix music. Mm -hmm. That's how I make videos. I just keep trying things until I don't not like it anymore. Yeah. And I always feel like kind of a hack for doing that, you know, because it's like, no, really you should have like this vision (laughs) that like, you know, this is going to be great mm-hmm. as opposed to just fixing problems until you can't find problems anymore. But it, I wonder if that's just universal. Mm. Maybe. I don't know. I feel like you have to be dedicated enough to the piece that you're working on to be able to do that. Mm. Because like for me, like I get frustrated when doing like things that I'm not, I feel like I'm not that good at like writing music. Right. So when I get to a spot that doesn't sound good, then I just like lose motivation to keep going. Mm. Right. I guess you can, you have to see in the far future that like theoretically the mistakes can or the, the problems can be solved. Yeah. yeah. The one thing that's nice about that, like compared to like visual art stuff, at least with music or with writing, you can like take that to someone else and be like, can you help me make this better? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I find with visual art, like you're sort of on your own. Yeah. Because you're not going to mm. like I'm not going to hand you a sketch and be like, can you like fix the chin on this That's it's weird yeah. but i might go to tim and be like can you fix the chorus on this uh-huh. and, and the, it's it's a different thing you know mm-hmm. that's interesting i wonder why that is that people feel comfortable with that in one medium and not the other i think yeah. maybe for drawing at least for me it's because even when people do like do the same type of art like pencil sketches everybody has a different approach to it mm-hmm. and so like even you will be able to see that there are two different artists on one picture Mm. right so yeah whereas with a song like if i have a chorus that i haven't totally worked out and i like sing it to you and you're like what if you tweaked it like this and you sing it back to me i can then sing what you sang to me probably note for note Mm -hmm. and it's it just makes more sense right you can adapt to what the person is suggesting a lot easier Mm -hmm. whereas if i like hand you a drawing and you you know change it a little I'm not necessarily going to know exactly how to do the change you made. Mm-hmm. Right? right. So it, it's taking it from the creative instead of the like technical. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But I think that that point about, um, you know, be, seeming like the same person also also does work in music. Right. Like there mm-hmm. are there are people that I feel like I can collaborate with music wise mm-hmm. and there are people that I can't. Right. Mm-hmm. Because I can't imagine like how we would write one song that made sense together. Right. Um, whereas like you and I have similar influences and mm. I know from the past of us writing together that we, you know, we can't yeah. <laughs> mesh into a whole, although like even with <clears throat> something like you know, stranger times, like the one originally mm-hmm. song that we wrote together, mm-hmm. like, well, the one that actually got put out, there were a couple others. There were, weren't there? Yeah. We just never recorded them. Yeah. <laughs> but like that, that one, there are, there are, Sections that feel a little more like me and sections that feel yeah. a little more like well, you. Well, it's always going that. to be like yeah. that. Yeah, like, exactly. And that's kind of the fun of it some of the time. Yeah. yeah. And even when there are like other artists who guest star on other artists like albums, you mm. will be able to tell when it was like a different part that yeah. it was written by a different person. But that's okay. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. So do 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 visual artists do that? Like I I don't, I don't like think art so. collectives. Like for example, all mass is like that's their thing, right? Is that they 
you know, they basically do what art jelly could have been if we were all really, really yeah. good. Um, so, you know, they make gigantic murals where they're just all making little bits of it and it's right. super epic. Um, so I like, that's the kind of like, of like very intentional collaboration. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Well, that's the thing. It's a difference between intentional collaboration and like asking you to help me figure out what's wrong with my piece. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. But do people ever collaborate on like, say, just a portrait of some person? Well, I guess in that sense, it's more like, how can I like make this like look more realistic or something? And they can be like, change the angle or the shading to this. And mm. then you can try to interpret their verbal like suggestion the best that you can with your own strokes. But right. you wouldn't mm. like physically give it to them to fix for themselves. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. A- if uh, if our friend Josiah is listening to this, tell us if there's anyone in the art community that does the sorts of things we're talking about. If mm-hmm. this is actually very normal and we don't know what we're doing. Yeah, <laughs> it'd be interesting. Yeah. Could be, could be not. Well, anything else to our... discuss? We are getting close to the end of our up for discussion, guys. We have we, reached uh... our hour mark. Oh, snap. Whoa. Hey, you know, look what over there. Look what I see on the wall. You know what it is? You know what it is, Tom? Soundproofing blankets? It's a plug. If you go to patreon.com slash up for discussion, (laughs) you can uh, pledge to help us out in uh, making these sorts of things happen. These sorts of things being us talking into your ear holes. So uh, go there. If you pledge more than a dollar, we'll like you. If you pledge more than five dollars, you can tell us uh, stuff to talk about on one of our episodes. Mm -hmm. And if, If you pledge more than $20, Tom will make you a hamburger. (laughs) <laughs> and uh yeah There's a whole bunch of stuff you can get and it's lots great. of good things so uh head on over there patreon.com slash up for discussion if we get a few more patrons then simon will make us a website i think i think right? so si- simon was gonna make us a website at christmas but yeah. he, he just hasn't gotten around to it oh, that's okay but that's i okay, want simon to make a website actually too we should just get simon to make all the websites well that yeah. would be it's kind of his thing anyway if you guys yeah. want to see a nice website that's already been made by not simon go to patreon.com slash up for discussion give us your money <laughs> oh snap um in terms of social media things you can follow me at acapella science or go to youtube.com slash acapella science and see what i'm up to you can follow tom at tom's latini or youtube.com slash Tom's Latin Eye, is that right? Yeah, I'm on Tom's Latin Eye on all platforms. Tom's Latin Eye on all platforms. Angie, are you on the social medias? And that I am not famous, you? so it's okay. But do you have do you have like a Twitter or anything? I have a Facebook. Oh, do you have an Instagram? Because no. Facebook is private, right? Like yeah. people can't just search you and be like, I don't add that I, fair. See how old I am? I don't even have an Instagram. You are or... literally the youngest person in this world. <laughs> <laughs> But you're old at heart. <laughs> oh, I feel that. Well, thanks again for coming. Thanks for inviting me. It's been fun. Yeah. yeah. It's been great times. How do these things end? Um, I don't know. We song. sing songs, but uh, you guys didn't hear this, but we had like a 20 minute discussion before starting on what song we should sing. And when we finally we sang when one. I messed it up, I'm That's never okay. going to forgive myself for uh, that. It's okay because you, you rocked it right after. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Um, Just I don't have a song. Do you <laughs> I wish we had like, um, oh. like live callers so they could yeah. like call in and tell us what to sing. That's true. That'd be nice. We could also, if we have had live callers, then we could get shocked when we stray too far from our designated zones. I don't know if I'd like that. <laughs>
You should not do that to guest speakers. <laughs> Where's the guest caller? We forgot it this week. Patreon.com slash up for discussion. Give us your money. <laughs> <laughs>